listener exclusive. It's Triple M Breakfast. Matt Collins for Breakfast, the podcast edition. G'day, Matt Collins from Triple M Brecky. Great to hang out with you right here on the podcast edition, exclusively on the listener app, of course. And this is my chat with the member for Murray, Helen Dalton, and the New South Wales Minister for Health and Regional Health, Ryan Park. Now, the minister was in our patch recently for the opening of a number of services and to check over some of the infrastructure upgrades, including the Finlay and Daniloquin hospital upgrades. I asked the minister about staff shortages in the health sector, and as he says, it's the thing that keeps him awake at night the most. And while the member for Murray, Helen Dalton, is ticking off boxes for health in our patch, I ask her what are the next couple of big projects she is looking forward to getting done. It's great to have ministers in our patch, and it's even better to have them on the show. Here they are, the Minister for Health and Regional Health, Ryan Park, and member for Murray, Helen Dalton. Some good news for, uh, well, a number of towns across the MIA, right across the Riverina, in fact, in Leeton, in uh, Finlay, Daniloquin and Griffith, with a number of hospital upgrades and other improvements to health services. To tell us some more, we welcome two special guests. First of all, let's say good morning to the member for Murray, Helen Dalton. G'day, Helen. Oh, g'day. How, how are you, Matt? Doing great. Always good to have you in the Triple M studios and uh, good to have you on the Brecky Show because you often bring uh, s- some special guests in and that is exactly what you've done today. A big good morning to the Minister for Health and Regional Health, Ryan Parr. Good morning, Minister. Good morning, Matt. Great to be here. It's uh, great to have you. Welcome to our, to our patch both in town for a number of events. Uh, you checked out the hospital upgrades at Finlay and Daniloquin earlier in the week and uh, at the official opening of Tresillion in the Griffith Family Care Centre, uh, which is uh, a service giving families increased access to parenting support. Minister, let's start with you. Um, can you tell us a bit more about Tresillion? Yeah, really important service. I think that you'd go hard to find someone who doesn't know about Tresillion, either have a direct family experience or a friend or a loved one. They provide that early intervention and support for families who are having a tough time dealing with the arrival of a new baby. And this is a service that I'm very, very proud of. It's a service that we need to roll out across regional and rural communities. And it's one that's going to provide a direct benefit to families uh, here in Griffith. And I'm really, really proud of it. I'm really, really excited to be a part of it uh, with Helen, who's been a terrific advocate for services and health services like this across the region. And this is a very, very important one. Uh, now, just so we're clear, it's not new infrastructure for Griffith, but a, a new service. Complete new service. It's part of our $12 million expansion and upgrade of Tresillion to provide services across seven sites in New South Wales, five uh, of those mobile type sites. And this is a really, really important one. What I wanted to do from the very get-go as my time as a minister is make sure that services that those of us who live in metropolitan cities take for granted could be rolled out here in regional and rural and remote New South Wales. And this is a part of that commitment and it's something that I'm very proud of and I know it's something that Helen's been a terrific advocate for. Uh, You mentioned the metro areas. I'm glad you did. Uh, The Finlay and Denny hospital upgrades. How do these stack up to those metro hospitals? Well, they're important upgrades, important upgrades to their emergency departments, some of their birthing areas, some of um, their, their medical and surgery areas. 
these are important things to do. And while some of the big metropolitan areas get very, very significant upgrades or new hospitals, what I've got a responsibility to do is make sure that the infrastructure here in rural and regional communities keeps up and is also updated. And that's something that Helen's been on to me about since I became the minister. But even before then, Helen's been a champion for rural and regional health care. And it's something that working together, we're starting to turn it around. It's going to take time, but it's something that I've got a really laser-like focus on and will continue to do over my term. Well, I'm glad to hear that. It, it is often the case, and maybe it's a perception that uh, those in regional areas do get forgotten about from time to time. Thankfully, we have people like the member for Murray that make sure you don't forget. Uh, and at one of the events this week, in regards to that, you said Helen was a fierce and formidable, mm. and then you paused, Minister. There's a big, long pause, mm. and then you said participant <laughs> yes. in democracy in Macquarie Street. Uh, this is a two-part question. I'm sure Helen wants the answer as well. What were you going to say? <laughs> member, member. Yes, 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 member, member. Uh, she is. Uh, she, she is. Uh, look, I've watched Helen up close in the New South Wales Parliament, and it is a tough environment, and um, there are, you know, many of us there and we've got to be really strong advocates for our community and that's what our communities put ourselves there to do not to be shrinking violence and Helen Dalton is a real champion not just for the people of Murray but I would say uh, particularly in healthcare for rural and regional communities across New South Wales and I think we need people like that certainly as a minister I need people like that they hold people like me to account our department to account but most importantly they're about delivering for their local communities and that's what's expected of me from my local community and I know that's what's expected of Helen and she's doing that. All right, well, let's talk to that participant slash member, (laughs) shall we? Member for Murray, Helen Dalton. You made a promise that you would get the health minister to our patch. He's he's here today, so well done. Um, Why was that important to you? Look, uh, I will make the point that Ryan, in the 100 days since Labor has taken um, government, um, he's been here the second trip, so... Um, why is it important? Because we count. Um, we shouldn't be neglected. I believe in equity. And um, and I think whilst we probably won't do brain surgery at the Griffith Base Hospital, um, we certainly deserve a certain level of care. And that's right through the, right through the electorate. Um, we also know that um, the further west you go, the shorter your life expectancy. And that um, is unacceptable to me. So um, it's really wonderful to have Ryan here for the second time and uh, look forward to him coming in and out of the electorate regularly as we, I guess, resolve some of these long-standing issues. Well, you um, probably you probably touched on um, part of my next question, which is when it comes to health in our patch, what is the next big project? What is the next couple of things that you want ticked off when it comes to health to show just how fierce and formidable you are? We've got... Um, Lots of issues. I think um, mental health issues here, uh, particularly in Griffith, are huge. So I would really like a mental health unit um, uh, being put into the the new redevelopment and a focus on that. I think that's one of the the big um, sticking points with this new hospital. That's what I want. Also need two doctors at at Leeton Hospital as well. So they can't be forgotten, and um, I think they're they're the two biggies. And along with that, um, a detox unit as well at, at Griffith Base. Um, there's plenty. I could go on for an hour. You're but taking notes, the, Minister. I, right? yes. I don't want to <laughs> overload. I know uh, very the well. I know very well. <laughs> <laughs> bit by bit, um, it's a bit like um, we've got a, an ice pick, and um, we're just sort of um, chipping, 
chipping and then, you know, every day is a day closer to greater health care services and that's what I'm working at. Uh, let's get back to you, Minister. Before becoming a politician, you were a school teacher. Yeah, that's right. Uh, fantastic. Do professor. you just enjoy not being popular? <laughs> yeah, it's a challenging, challenging role, uh, without a doubt. Um, it's a demanding role, but a very, very important role. Like those who work in healthcare, I think those who work in education uh, really help shape the lives of people uh, every single day, uh, similar to the way in which our allied healthcare workers, our paramedics and our nurses do. And it's a profession that um, I'm very passionate about and, uh, and, and one that I uh, miss from time to time. Well, I'm interested. Why the move into politics? Yeah, I come from a family who uh, always was interested in community development and community engagement. My dad was involved in the PNC and a number of community activities. I grew up learning about current affairs and news and uh, the importance of thinking about others other than your own self and your family. And that led me to have an interest uh, in politics. I then sort of become engaged with a member of parliament locally and we um, sort of got to know one another and then was formed part of his team for a number of years and uh, really enjoyed it and then decided to put up my hands and have a run for it in 2011. And it's a challenging career, certainly not a career for everybody. Um, it, like every job, has its ups and downs, good days and bad days, uh, but it's one that I'm very passionate about and I'm very privileged and honoured to be given the opportunity to be the state's health minister. It's a public policy area that I think is arguably one of the most important, important community interfaces with government and I'm determined, as I have in most of uh, my other roles in life, just to give the job my very best every day and um, that's what I expect of myself and I think that's what the community expect of me. Uh, almost on cue, as you were responding then, a, a paramedic crew went past with the lights on and we uh, we hope that whoever's involved, everything's okay. But it does lead me into my next question around um, staff shortages mm. in, 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 uh, in health, regionally more mm. specifically. What is the current climate? The yeah, biggest challenge I face. What keeps me up at night, when people ask me what keeps me up at night, the, the single biggest issue is workforce. How do I attract, how do I retain, how do I keep, and how do I grow the workforce? It's a challenge globally, but it's a real challenge here in New South Wales. We're providing incentives uh, and as much level of support. We've got more to do in this area. We're going to be rolling out over the next few years 500 additional paramedics uh, for the bush. That's one of the biggest investment in regional and rural uh, ambulance uh, ever in the history of New South Wales government. I'm determined to do that because... Part of the regional rural health inquiry heard very clearly uh, from men and women living in the towns, villages and communities in rural and regional New South Wales that when they called triple O was often a very very long time. Mm. And I often try and, not that I can pretend I'm from a rural or remote community, but I often try and put uh, my shoes in their, their, my my feelings in in their perspective to empathise with them. And if it was my child who was waiting for a triple O call, I'd be pretty anxious. So I wanted to put a big investment in that and that was um, a significant part of our election commitment and will make a real difference over the next few years. These things take time to turn around and we all understand that, uh, but it it is my biggest focus and it's the thing without a doubt uh, that keeps me up at night and keeps me focused on what I need to do. Are you getting feedback uh, from those in the industry? Are we doing enough to attract them to our our regions? Well, we could be doing more. I mean, part of uh, our emphasis around the wage offer of 4 plus 0.5% for superannuation is that's the largest pay increase our frontline workers have had over a decade. Now, 
Of course, the unions and others will no doubt continue to advocate for more. That's that's their role. But it is an important down payment. And um, without a doubt, it is a start. Uh, certainly, I've got a job to do to make sure that when we do attract nurses, allied healthcare workers or paramedics, they feel supported uh, in their work and they feel able to have a say when things need to be better. And that's certainly something that, that I'm working on uh, and will continue to work on because that's a big part of their job satisfaction, that ability to go to work, feel supported, feel safe and feel that they can get enough of a break over the course of a shift uh, that they can do their job safely. And over the last probably 15, 20 years, to be brutally honest, over multiple governments, I think there's been a big focus on bricks and mortar and building new facilities. I don't think there's been a laser light focus on properly staffing them. And that's what keeps me up at night. And that's what my focus is. All right. Looking forward to seeing what uh, we see in the future. Now, uh, Helen mentioned it earlier, 100 days in uh, rural and regional health as the minister. What are some of the biggest lessons you've learned? Yeah, biggest lessons are the ones that I get on the ground every week. I do unannounced visits to hospitals across New South Wales and I spend a couple of hours of people uh, with um, no one else knowing I'm there and I just listen and learn from the staff. It's been incredibly valuable for me because I've learnt the challenges around staffing, the challenges around uh, recruitment, recruitment processes, why they take too long. These are things that I wouldn't be able to get unless I was speaking to the men and women who provide their health services. So I think from a lessons learnt, that's one of the biggest ones is the importance of engaging directly with frontline staff uh, and making sure that they feel accessible to their minister and their minister is accessible um, back to them. And that's an important part of what I'm going to be doing uh, every single week over the next uh, four years. While ever I'm uh, privileged to have this job, I'll be engaging directly uh, with the workforce. Well, it is great to have you in town, Minister for Health and Regional Health, Ryan Park, and a big thank you to Member for Murray, Helen Dalton, for bringing you in. Um, Just quickly, as we wrap it up, Minister, I know you're a loyal person. Do you know how I know that? Uh, Because I'm a Dragon supporter. Because you are a Dragon supporter. (laughs) Okay. There's no more loyal than us. There's no more loyal than us. Okay. What's happening? Where are they going wrong and moving forward? What's what's the plan? Well, well, I recently got the resume and CV tossed up (laughs) because I was uh, thinking about putting in uh, for the application. The coaching role? Yes. uh, (laughs) uh, The Premier didn't know and my staff didn't know, but I was arming and ahhing about whether I should put in. They would have taken you. You know that. (laughs) Yes. I can assure you there's been a few rough weekends over the course of the last few years. My son uh, off and gets upset as a fellow Dragons supporter. He's only 13. And I said, mate, you've been following them for 13 years. I've been following them for 40-odd years. So don't do it to yourself, you know. Anyway, we're in a world of pain, but uh, hopefully we can... Um, there were some glory days in the yes, late 90s. Yes, there, there, yes, there were. Yeah. And uh, I, have, I, of course, miss our mighty Illawarra Steelers. But, um, yeah, with Flano, we trust. So uh, we, let's hope for uh, 2024 we can turn that around. But I've been saying that for a while. But anyway, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I think more more focus on the uh, staff shortages is probably more chance yes. of that happening. Yes. Uh, Minister for Health and Regional Health, Ryan Park, and Member for Murray, Helen Dalton, thanks so much for giving us so much time this morning. Thank thanks you. so much for having us. A listener exclusive.